Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is episode number 115, Paint Your Future. Check me out at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E. You can listen to this podcast anywhere you love listening to your favorite podcast. Let's pop in your earbuds and let's take a ride together. Well, in the United States, the first day of summer was yesterday. And it's quite exciting because I love summer. That was June 21st. Today is June 22nd. And there's a magic that comes with summertime. And if you've been following me on my Instagram, I've been putting a lot of posts about summer. Trying to put the seed in your brains of getting the process of planning your summer ahead of time. And that's what last week's podcast was about. Starting to think about your summer to plan it. Episode 115, Paint Your Future, is a mindset that I would like you to start with, with summer. Not just the planning, which was last week, but now getting into the mindset of painting your future. Now, Painting your future can come in so many different forms. And it takes a lot of insight into yourself to move forward into the future. And to move forward, it goes hand in hand with what's happened behind you. What's in the distance that you've gone through. So your past goes hand in hand with your future. If you don't have enough insight into traumas or things that have happened to you in the past, it makes it really complicated to move into the future because you do not have enough insight into yourself. Insight meaning knowing why you do things, knowing why you feel things, understanding why you don't wanna be maybe in a big social situation why things cause you anxiety. A lot of those things evolve from our past. And if you haven't taken the time to process, it makes it very complicated and hard to move into the future. So if you feel that you're really, really stuck because of major life traumas, please seek out help. The things that I'm gonna talk about today will be an aid to you, a coping mechanism, coping skills but it will not help you to move fully in the future until you sit down with a professional and really process things that have happened to you in the past. Now, even when we process them, they're still with us, but by processing it, it kind of takes that load off our shoulders and it makes it much easier to walk into your future. And so I want you to think about really, if you're able to move into your future, or if you do need to seek some help to help process and work through and identify and having a therapist there, maybe seeing things that you're not seeing about yourself and giving you insight that way. There are a lot of ways for us to move into the future, to work on ourselves. As humans, we're made to evolve. As we get older, as time goes on, we evolve. I mean, think about yourself from a young child 
to where you are now, even if you're a teenager. From those different points and milestones in our lives, we've changed drastically. And if you've moved forward, you've evolved. And if you have difficulty moving forward, then that evolution gets stunted. And as humans, we're meant to move forward. So the goal is to work on what is stunting you and holding your back. And so to move forward, we need to understand. And how can we understand ourselves better? Well, there's many ways. There's journaling, there's vlogging, there's therapy. There's ways to become self-aware of what you're doing. There's verbal journaling, so not just where you traditionally would write in a journal or a diary. There's verbal, where you just record your feelings and your random thoughts. And sit with yourself for a little bit. That's a common theme I talk about. Sitting with yourself can be very hard to be alone with your thoughts. But it's also very important and beneficial because that's where you really get in touch with what you might be needing in your life. Do a self-inventory of yourself. Jot down things that you are proud of yourself about, things that you want to work on with yourself. Take pictures of yourself. Do this to help you identify your emotions and what's going on inside of you. There's so many other coping mechanisms. These are just some that I utilize myself, that I encourage others to use that I feel really work. But there are many, many more that you may already do and or have thought of. And remember, trial and error. If it doesn't work, that's okay, but you tried it. We're all so unique and different that what works for me won't work for you. So you've really gotta find your niche of what works for you. And for me, these are just some of the areas that I find are really, really helpful as far as coping mechanisms and um, dealing with our emotions. So the smartphone, it's another theme I talk about a lot because why? Let's be honest. Most of us who have our phones, our phones are always with us. They're either sitting on a table, if you're a female, or have it in your bag, mail in your backpack, it's in your hands when you're walking. I mean, do you rarely see someone when you're walking down the street not having a smartphone in your hand? And so there are a lot of negatives to technology. I get that. But since it's in our world, there's a lot of innovative ways to use our smartphones to help us gain insight into ourselves. And so I'm going to help you take this piece of equipment that I have in my hand right now and let it not just be about a calendar, texting, or Snapchatting, or going on your Instagram, or um, talking to people on the telephone. Let this electronic box do something more innovative for you. Some of you use it. You use it to count your steps. If you have a smartwatch, it's attached to it. Um, it can check your heart rates and all that stuff. Those are the basic things. The other things we have to do are let our fingers do the walking a little bit and do a little bit research on your, on your part. Now, typical journaling, okay? 
There's many journaling apps in the app store. I like to try to get the apps that are free. Now, if it's an app that I find that I'm really using a lot and I want to open it up more, well, then I might be more inclined to pay for it. But I don't pay for anything until I've really tried it out for free to see if it's going to be beneficial for me. And um, the journaling app that I use is called One Journal Private Diary. And it's just an app that you can put your feelings down on. Type them down. Sometimes it can be just a sentence. Sometimes you could be with verbal diarrhea and just keep writing because you've had a really tough day. When we look back at our words on the computer screen or on your smartphone screen, lots of feelings can erupt and lots of insight can be gained by the words that you're putting down and typing away. And so use these journaling apps. There was another journaling, um, which I have not used this app, but I definitely want to try it. It's called Reflectly Journal, an AI diary. And um, it's just very interesting because we're hearing so much about AI. And I haven't tried it yet, but it'd be very interesting to see how this AI journaling works. So that's another one. Um, there's also a lot of, you know, mental health apps that are out there. So try that, try them. There's one called Breeze Mental Health App. Oh, gaining insight, letting your fingers do the walking. It's all at the tips right there for you just to grab. And to help yourself without going and sitting in front of a therapist and having an emotional session. Because even if you see a therapist, it's the work that happens in between your sessions that really makes the greatest impact on you. So by doing research and looking up different apps that you feel will help you with your mental health and gaining insight and painting that future for yourself, it's right there for you to grasp. Now, our emotions play a huge part in our life in whether we're able to move forward or we're stuck. Our emotional state really can be something that blocks us. So I've encouraged a lot of my clients, and I do this myself, to take selfies. Now, no, taking selfies doesn't mean you're self-centered. The reason why I want you to take selfies is when you're struggling and you're really not sure how you're feeling. If you take a picture of yourself, and then look at it. Try to identify what those feelings are by your facial expressions. This helps you to gain insight into how you're going to move forward. A lot of times we're having emotions that make us stuck. Stuck like as if you put your feet in cement and you can't move forward. And so being able to identify those emotions can be very difficult. So by taking a selfie, and looking at yourself and then making a little headline underneath it of what happened and how it made you feel. So that when you're not feeling like you can grasp what's going on, you can kind of zip through your pictures on your phone and look at these different emotions that you've labeled and why and what happened. And it'll help you identify. And in turn, you get to know yourself better and you gain more insight. Now, I know that this is not always easy for people to do 
um, taking selfies. So if you're having a difficulty with it, now when you're looking at your selfie and you're having a hard time really identifying your emotions, I went and looked at some apps. This app is called My Emotions Companion, Art My Mood, Emotion Scanner. Yes, folks. It literally scans your face and identifies what emotions it thinks you're feeling. So if you're having a hard time, again, the smartphone is helping us through our mental health. It's helping us to work towards our future. And so taking this device that people say being on for so many hours can be harmful, and I agree with that, but there also is a lot of benefits. And I think as you tr start to really research, you'll find how innovative some of these apps actually are in the app store. I wanna talk about, for the third area, so we talked about actual journaling, we talked about taking pictures, selfies of yourself. So journaling, finding out, putting your feelings down, what's blocking you, how you wanna move forward, why can't you move forward. Emotions, taking those selfies or using an app to help you identify your emotions so that you can start to cope and deal and move forward. And as you're doing this, you're beginning to paint your future. What happens with an artist? They have an easel, they have a canvas, they have a paint palette and a paintbrush. And they're in front of this blank canvas. And for many artists, the paintbrush just starts doing the work. Their internal emotions and feelings start to come out through the paint and the paintbrush onto this plain white surface. And that's kind of like what you're about to do with painting your future. There's a blank canvas in front of you. You have your tools to cope, whether it's doing selfies or journaling or vlogging, which is my next aspect that we're going to talk about. These are what you use. This is your paint that you dip your paintbrush in and you start to make your future become more clear to you. And you start to see the ways, the path that you can take to moving forward. So let's talk about vlogging. And I know most people don't like videoing themselves, don't like watching videos back. But vlogging is really such a great therapeutic tool. And we saw a lot of this during the pandemic when people were home, they were doing a lot of vlogging. And there's a certain technique to vlogging, which I'm learning about myself, um, what the difference is between doing a podcast, a live podcast, doing a vlog on YouTube. There's different aspects to it. And the vlog kind of tells a story as you talk to the camera. And so that's what I want to encourage you is to put aside, oh my God, I, I can't stand the way I look when I replay the video or the way my voice sounds. I used to always be like that. Oh my God, I can't stand the way my voice sounds. And here I am doing a podcast. So I guess I overcame that annoyance of the way I sounded on tape. But 
these are these are things you need to overcome if you'd like to use vlogging as a coping mechanism for yourself. It helps you really when you're vlogging to see your facial expressions, your body movement, the nonverbal cues that you see happening in yourself in a video. And so what I'd like you to do is I'm going to challenge you. You can vlog on your phone. You can have a camera or a video camera, however you choose to vlog yourself. And I want you to start out from the moment you wake up and you start to tell little stories. And it doesn't have to be long periods, but just woke up, feel this way, whatever, and move on to the next task. And for one day, video little portions of what you do in a day. If you can do it at work, that's fantastic. And if not, then obviously you'll do it when your time's off. What happens is you start to see trends in yourself as you vlog. And you identify things that, wow, I didn't realize how much that annoyed me, but I could see in my body language and my expression how having this conversation with so-and-so really bothered me. Or I tried something new because I was vlogging and I realized I really liked it. It was just something new and I thought maybe it would kind of make the vlog a little more colorful for the day. Now this vlog is for your consumption only. You can delete it if you choose after you're done or you can create a library. Maybe create a library just for a month and do a vlog once a month and then look back on each vlog. And if you really put the work in, you're going to start to see progression in yourself as the month goes on from week to week. Changes in yourself, things you might have seen in the, blog, the vlog a week before, the same incident happened, but now you're more attuned and you handle it so much better because you gained insight into yourself. And these are steps in painting your future. You're taking the paintbrush, you're dipping it into the colors, and now you're creating a whole scene of what your future can be because you're gaining insight into yourself. The reason why I really chose this topic is because summer is here and I find summer to be a time of year where, I don't know, I feel like our eyes really open up because we're outside so much more. And I understand if you live other parts of the world, it may not be summer for you, but this gets you in the mindset. You can do these same things. It doesn't matter what time of year. I just chose to do it in summer because I find summer to be a great enlightened period for the couple months that we have of summer. And what better way to paint your future than to start in summer when you might be doing more leisure activities than normal, being outside more than normal. So you could have some fun with this vlogging. I'm doing a vlog starting with our own YouTube channel soon with my youngest daughter. And we're going to vlog um, a lot of our travels. But part of this vlog is to see how we communicate with each other because at times we have, we're very similar. So we have difficulties communicating. So by doing this vlog together, it will give us a window to see ourselves and how we communicate with the other. 
And when the other says maybe that you cut me off when I speak. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, you don't. Well, then I see it in the vlog. And then it helps you gain insight into yourself. Do you get it? Do you see what I'm saying? So I know it's uncomfortable and it's only for your consumption if that's what you choose or you can share it. But try this vlogging technique out. Use it to paint your future. You're here because you are self-motivated, you have self-worth, you want to improve your self-care. And what better way to paint your beautiful future with new insights into yourself, new challenges you want for yourself, new ways you may want to communicate, or big changes you want to make. Or as I talked before, Gaining insight into your emotions. When you start to gain insight into emotions that you didn't know you were experiencing, the world will look much different to you. And more than likely, it will become more colorful because those unidentified emotions become stumbling blocks for us. And once we identify, it helps us to move forward. It opens us up. It makes the world your oyster because now you're more in tune with yourself. Remember I said in the beginning, humans are meant to evolve. And when we get stuck, and many of us get stuck at different times throughout our lives, the only one who can get us unstuck and pull our feet out of that cement is ourselves. Nobody else can help us. You can have assistance of encouragement, but unless you choose to pull your feet out of the cement, you will remain stuck. And I know that because you're here listening to me, you don't want to remain stuck. So open your heart a little bit, open your mind a little bit, and try out journaling or um, video journaling, vlogging, doing the selfies to understand your emotions, these are just some ways to cope. And hopefully, maybe they're a little more fun than your average coping skills that we may force ourselves to do, like going to exercise when we hate exercising. So maybe because we're so obsessed with our smartphones, I'm hoping that these ideas that you can do all with your smartphone will intrigue, pique your interest, and make you want to try it. And let me know, make comments on my Instagram or on my Facebook page or on my blog if you've tried some of these things and if they work. And if they didn't, we can discuss other ways that might be out there to help you. Remember, it's trial and error. All three of these things you may hate, you may feel they don't work, but you may have something else out there that you really know works for you. I'm just the catalyst to help you move in that direction of painting your future and what better way to start to paint your future than with summer. Thank you so much for joining me at Wide Open Spaces with Elise. Remember, positive thoughts always create positive energy. Go out and explore all those wide open spaces in your world as you paint your future. And until next time, my friends, ciao.